Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. You are now listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. Welcome to a very special episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Um, this is the first time I have ever had more than one guest on. Um, so this could either be a fantastic new idea or just an absolute train wreck. Either way, I hope you enjoy this episode um, because I am joined by the creators of the uh, Quarantine um tour and as well a uh twitch channel i just found out about the twitch channel i i was only ever aware of the tour um but they are two of my new favorite people um they they don't know yet but uh they're my best friends now mm-hmm. uh so please join me friends in welcoming the wonderful the amazing the brilliantly talented Corey stewart and kisos hello Wow. Butter me up. What's next, Greg? Dinner? (laughs) You know what? We're we're best friends now. Uh, Drinks are on me. I love it. I love it. I loved when you said said it could be either a beautiful episode or a train wreck because that describes me and Corey. To a T, in (laughs) fact. We are mainly train wrecks with a little beautiful sprinkled in, I feel. Yeah. I love it. Um, So tell me, what is the last song that you listened to? Mine was um, this song by this Ghanaian artist called, uh, this song is called Wolfier. It's by an artist named Angel Maxine, who is one of the first out transgender musicians in Ghana. And it's a song about like how there's homosexuality and, you know, transgender people in your family and everywhere. And you got to be okay with that. And it's like this whole resistance song. And it kind of went viral on TikTok. Anyway, I'm obsessed with it. And uh, the one that I, I mean, this is kind of shameless, but it's true. I swear I'm trying <laughs> to learn the lyrics to a song that's coming out by Kisos and I called Being Me. Um, and it's coming out on September 1st. And I don't know the lyrics, but we need to perform it. So <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> I, nice. the, the challenging thing about being an artist is sometimes you write all of these songs. And then by the time something comes out, you have no idea what the lyrics are for you any forgot. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Who is an artist other than yourselves um, that you feel like everyone should be listening to? This one, one, this was one where I was like, oh, this is cruel because we have so many <laughs> touring artists to shout out. So I'm not going to pick any of them. And I picked um, an L.A. based artist named Kit Major, who has one of my favorite songs of the last many years called Solo Disco. But amazing. she's amazing and has um, a bunch of other music out, too. And you will love her. So look her up. Yeah, nice. Kit is 
fabulous. And I knew that Kisos was going to pick Kit. And I knew so, that you knew. <laughs> so I decided um, on someone else who was also based in L.A. It seems unfair that we're giving L.A. all this attention right now. It's but true. <laughs> um, Z Machine, who is nice. so, so amazing and so multi-talented. Um, it, my favorite of his is um, Stealing Candy, um, but there's so many in the discography. So definitely check both of them out. Nice. Excellent answers. What is, we're going to take it back a little bit. Uh, what's the first song that you remember hearing? Mine was, I was like, okay, on road trips, we would always have these like cases of children's tapes. So I'm not sure, but the one that sticks out the most was, there's a hole in my bucket, <laughs> dear Liza. But it was like with Goofy, it was a string. Oh, Goofy. Now I remember Goofy was singing to Liza. Oh, okay. Wow. There Goofy was a, and there, Liza knew each other. Randomly. I don't think Liza ever made the Disney cut. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, he is. Anyway. Liza, Liza's on the cutting room floor. Liza Minnelli, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, not a bad. But then they could redo it with Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli singing. Oh, nice. it. I think that'd be and wonderful. Tony Bennett. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> mine, uh, not many may know um, because they're a Canadian trio that I grew up with called Sharon Lois and Bram. And they sang a song called Skinnamarinky Dinky Dink. And that is not a euphemism. <laughs> um, it's it also went as the or went by the elephant song. And it was just Skinnamarinky Dinky Dink, Skinnamarinky Do. Oh. I love you. And it was very catchy. And uh, they toured the full country. And I saw them many times. And apparently when I saw them many on times. stage, I did. I, I would watch them on stage and apparently was I wouldn't even blink. My parents tell me because I was so mesmerized by them. Huh. Nice. That's they cool. were uh, they were real big on uh, Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Um, oh, they had cool. a like a, a giant elephant that was a part of the show. Yes. At, for for whatever reason. Because of the song, I guess, the elephant song. Yeah. Well, I think oh. that was his like trademark. Like, I think when they sang it, somehow an elephant appeared, which I'll keep my eyes peeled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What is the song that you always put on when you're in your feelings? Mine is Who Knew by Pink because. Nice. Wow, your voice like, cracked even I just know, saying I'm just that. I just thinking about it. <laughs> like, because I think it's about a friend, but you think it's about a breakup. I'm like, it can be about anything. And just like the chorus, you want to like just scream it out at the top of your lungs and explode. So there you go. And mine is like a song that I found on Napster when I was in grade eight called Breaking Glass. And it's by uh, infamous Spice Girl member, <laughs> Jerry Hallowell, a.k.a. Ginger Spice, who I believe is a Republican now. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, surprise, shock, right? Of all twists, I didn't see that one coming. Um, but yeah, that one always gets me in my feels. On on the, on the flip side of that... Um, <laughs> What song, just whenever it comes on, it immediately puts you in a good mood? Mine is a song by an indie artist who is on our tour in New York. Her name's Moist Breezy. Mm. And she released this song recently called Planet Pleasure. And whenever just like those intro notes come on, I'm just yeah. like, huh? I'm ready to like my heart smiles my soul is bursting <laughs> moisty's music is addictive i'll mm -hmm. say that contact is another one you should check contact. out by yes. by moist taking notes um, and mine is uh 
actually just uh, a, a little known singer as well named Brandy. And she <laughs> sings a song called Right Here Departed. And mm. I don't know what it is about that song, but like every single time I hear it, it just puts me in the right mood. Also aphrodisiac. Whenever Corey oh, that comes to visit or I visit him, he puts the song on and I'm just like, it's our yeah, song, babe. It. It's our song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our song. Um, yeah. What is the best song to sing in the shower? I chose Fallen by Alicia Keys because of that intro number one. Just make sure you don't fall when you're <laughs> singing along. Everyone. Well played. Well Good played. One. Good one. Always coming in with the hits, Kisos. <laughs> um, I picked Becky G's Shower. Um, and I'm not just saying that because like it's called shower. If you actually lather up listening to that song, you feel good about yourself and you're ready to face the day. Mm. I mean, nice. that's just my experience, Greg. <laughs> good to know. Good to yeah. know. Yeah. I, what song best summarizes what love is? I had Alicia on the brain from the last question. So I chose Alicia Keys again and said, if I ain't got you. Nice. That song is just all you need is love, baby. So cute. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's all you need. I need much more. But I picked <laughs> a, a duo from Oslo called Nico and Vince, who were really, really big in like the 2012s, 2013s. The uh, song, 2012s. <laughs> the 2012s. There were a few of them, if you'll recall. All of them. All of them yeah. Yes. What is time these days? But no, um, In Your Arms is what it's called. And it's uh, just a song about like going through life pushing for what you want and then coming home at night and feeling okay about it because you're in your lover's arms. Mm, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Both strong answers. Well done. Well done. Um, so on the, on the flip side of this question, uh, what's the best song about a breakup? I use this opportunity to choose my favorite artist, Jasmine Sullivan and her, her most whore and her more. <laughs> oh my God. Jeez. I can't talk her most. That's what she was saying to her ex, her most famous song, bust your windows because that's how I discovered her and I've been a stan ever since and who doesn't want to like smash someone up for doing you wrong nice and I picked uh pill for this by Sam DeRosa and actually that's a artist who was featured on Songland which is a um a television show where basically songwriters go in to pitch their songs to be sold to bigger artists and she sang it and it's so heartbreakingly beautiful and she did it so well that they actually took the song and uh said Sam you have to record this we're going to help you become a star all on your own and um I don't know where Sam is now but it's a really great <laughs> song <laughs> but I'm sure she has a bigger right. fan base yes exactly so tell me um what is the song that absolutely at all times has to be played at max volume? This is the one where I did the self promo. Moment. Oh, <laughs> um, Corey and I have a collab coming out September 1st called Being Me. And um, like Corey mentioned earlier, it helps to learn your own lyrics when the volume is at max volume. <laughs> mm. So I've been blasting it. And mine is less self-promotional, although I do identify sometimes with her. Tina Turner's What's Love Got to Do With It. Oh, I just think like that's one of those songs you have to play at full volume. Agreed. Agreed. Most of, for, for me, most of Tina's music is like true. Like, I need just, to see the musical. Have you seen the musical yet, Greg? I'm like dying. Not yet. I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the tour to come around because I yes. really do want to see it. Same. Yeah. 
She has so many good songs. Anyway. Yeah. What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? The first one I thought of instantly was I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. The most popular answer to this question. It has to be. I bet. Yeah. It's just like Pavlov or what's the thing where the dogs come running? I don't know. I hear movie music. Yes, it's Pavlovian. Think of that. Um, I said Oh Industry by Bette Midler from the Beaches soundtrack. Um, (laughs) It's like Bette comes out on that stage in the movie and she's commanding it. And it's just like, yes. Yeah, (laughs) that is that is my favorite song from that film. Right. Thank you. Okay. Greg and I are connecting. Kiso said, don't (laughs) catch up. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) So then start to finish. uh, What film has the greatest soundtrack? See, this one was hard for me because I'm not like a huge movie person, but I was like, Disney's always safe. And I know the tape I wore out into oblivion was Aladdin. Mm. That one has some fun bangers. Okay. This is true. Yeah. And I'm going to stand by the Beaches soundtrack. I'm sorry, but top to bottom, you can play that soundtrack in front of me and I will sing the whole thing, much (laughs) to many people's dismay. But it's just so good. I'm... (laughs) I'm going to have to go with Kisos as the, the winner of this one because Whatever, what, one, ju- one jump goes hard. <laughs> one jump goes hard. One jump. But I did. Yeah. We did like a little Aladdin play in high school, not for like theater. It was in German class randomly. But anyway, mm. we sang it in German. It was very fun. I don't Notoriously German story that Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big hit over there. Yes. <laughs> what television show has the best theme song? My favorite show is The Simpsons, and that theme song's pretty good, but I had to go with Golden Girls because especially once I heard the gospel, have you seen that like viral video of the gospel version? It's hilarious, amazing, Stan. (laughs) Also the most popular answer to this question. Okay, there you go. (laughs) If this was Family Feud, I'd be in it. (laughs) Yeah, you really would. Um, we had a show here in Canada called Student Bodies that had a really cheesy theme song that like if you go up to anyone on the street and tell them to sing Student Bodies at a certain mm. age, they'll know that theme song. So I would say that. But for Americans, I would say Saved by the Bell. That's that song was pretty nice. hooky for me, too. It's sure. it's interesting. I thought as a Canadian, you were like contractually obligated to say that Degrassi had the best TV. Theme I am song. anti Degrassi <laughs> in every single way, Greg. So. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> duly noted. Uh, what is the best song from a Disney film? I think I have the most popular answer. Mm. I'll make a man out of you from Mulan. No, close enough. But still, that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever even heard that one. What? Um, what? I've never yes, seen Mulan. Have. I'm sorry. You still I, know the song. even. If I'm you sorry. And I know I'm going to lose a lot of Greg's love here, but I think Disney is cursed and I don't like anything <laughs> Disney. But even when you um, were a kid, you didn't watch them. Uh, minimally. I, mean, I know Mulan, you might have been, you know, 30 by then, but. Uh, but <laughs> shots fired. But I will say part of your world is probably the one, one that I found to be the best. But honestly, like, I just can't stand Anyway, sorry, I won't go into it. I'm going to get a lot of hate. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the most popular answer is actually um, Circle of Life. 
Mm. Oh, that's oh the whole Lion King soundtrack's amazing, but that's Elton John. That's not Disney. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is the song that whenever it comes on, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, you're gonna dance to this song? I'm like, there's so many 90s songs that could fit the bill, but I went with Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Nice. Excellent. And I went with Four Minutes by Madonna. Mm. It's just okay. got it. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I like those. And to both of your credit, no one has ever answered with those two songs. How do songs. you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's an incredible, are you like, photographic memory but for ears yeah <laughs> yeah okay got it and you know this this is the I actually think this is my 50th episode of this wow um and when I have to edit them so I I, I listen to oh, them a couple true. of times right so I can so you re- retain if, yeah that makes if, like we do with our lyrics yes <laughs> yes if, I, if I hear a song title enough I'm like <laughs> oh okay yes yeah What song means the most to you? Not necessarily because of the song itself. The song itself could be shit, um, but more because of the memories you have attached. All to of Kisos's discography. Just kidding. Yeah, great. great. <laughs> no, okay. um, I have a really funny um, two two were here, two opposite songs. One of them is "Realized" by Colby Calais because it was the song that my first girlfriend in my straight life sent to me to kind of like confess that she liked me um so that has a place in my heart but also crank that by soldier boy because of the (laughs) dance and just like doing it at every like high school dance (laughs) and stuff so those two you know i just realized too that all of these song selections really give away chronologically (laughs) how old we are um but mine is Once in a Lifetime by Sarah Brightman. Um, nice. And so Sarah Brightman had that. For those who don't know, Sarah Brightman is someone who is originally uh, Christine in Phantom of the Opera. The part was written for her. And then she went off on her own and did her own like solo career. And this particular album called Dive was her pop venture. And she did one album that was all pop music. And this one song just hit at the right time. It's a little bit sad. I remember uh, going to a high school dance once um, and asking a girl to dance with me and she wouldn't. And I came home and laid in my bed and listened to Once in a Lifetime on repeat <laughs> while I cried. So it's just always touched my heart just since the sweetest then. sweetest memories. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. What song is the ultimate party anthem? Okay, I know this is actually like a sad song, but I picked Hey Ya by Outkast because it just like it has crowd in uh, participation, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Like there's something for everyone in it. Okay. And I said um, the ultimate party anthem is Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls. Oh, that's a good one. That is correct. I mean, (laughs) that is correct. Everyone knows the dance. Okay. (laughs) There's a dance. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, there's definitely a dance. Yeah. Maybe I did. And I just forgot it. I'll look it up. I have seen Spice World like five times. So if there's a dance, I'm sure I know it. Yeah. But I mean, Kisos, you also would probably think that my party anthem is like green sleeves or something. So (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to. Or there's a hole in my bucket. Yeah, exactly. That is my party anthem. (laughs) That's my dating app bio. (laughs) Yes, just just the lyrics to that song. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're long. <laughs> what artist makes the most appearances on your playlists? Probably technically me, but <laughs> my own music. Fair. But fair. Jasmine Sullivan, she's my favorite artist. And uh, if I still had a CD player, it would have been melted by now by how many times I listened to her music. And surprisingly, I don't put my own music on my playlist because I'm not a narcissist, but I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I do make a few appearances on my own playlist, but um, Madonna, I would say, is number one, always just a go-to. There's just so many to pick from. Excellent. Excellent. If I asked you to pick one. Um, of Madonna songs, mm -hmm. I would say Nothing Really Matters, the Club 69 remix. Oh, okay. Always got to be a remix to show you're a real fan. I did, yeah. this is this is fair and you know some of her best stuff is remixes. It's true and she just released I'll promo Madonna right now. Today <laughs> that the day we we're recording this she released a collection of 50 remixes in a new album. So I'm oh, super wow. nice. it's Madonna day. <laughs> who who is an artist that is considered to be a one-hit wonder that you feel like should have been bigger? there's a lot I was like when I was thinking of this I was like oh everyone I'm thinking of first is problematic so let me think of someone wholesome <laughs> um but I was like okay Vanessa Carlton like thousand miles is kind of the most famous like one hit wonder um but I also always think of like Blue Cantrell mm. and um Chantel who did like t-shirt and then she also had impossible but someone else got more famous for it so there's a couple I had to spread it around okay um, I don't know if mine's problematic. I'm worried now, but um, <laughs> well, mine I was picked... like Tila Tequila and like other people who are like extremists. And now. you think Tila <laughs> yeah. Tequila is worthy, regardless of whether There's, or not they're problematic? Surprisingly, there is well, there is a couple okay. songs where I'm like, we'll like, trust you really on that good. one. No, it's true. She had a song called Stripper Friends that okay. was actually like, all right, all like, right, yeah, I'll I'll allow it. Um, I pick Starly. Um, I don't know if you to the name. I'm yeah, I don't know it. if it really hit everywhere, but it certainly did here in Canada. A song called Call on Me. And oh, it was yeah. so, so good. And mm. I wanted to hear more from Starly, but I don't know that really the career went further than that song. And I think mm. that there could be more. Nice. Both excellent answers. What is the song that reminds you of home? There is this one song predictably named Home by an indie artist named Madison Malone. And it's just like the most beautiful, like lyrical imagery of like growing up in a suburban neighborhood and like all the cute things about it and like growing away from it. So it's just like, oh, it gets me every time. Nice. See, and this is where we find the difference between Kisos and I, because mine is Another Day in Paradise, Phil Collins, <laughs> because it <laughs> nice. starts out really creepy. And I remember my parents cranking the volume and chasing me around the living room while that song would be played <laughs> in the beginning because it was very scary. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Not enough, not enough Phil Collins mentioned on that's this show. Good. He's amazing. So. He cannot. You can't like in the air tonight. I, I, I yeah. can't even. Yeah. What is the greatest love song of all time? 
okay, this one's probably going to be predictable again because I did always I will always love you again by Whitney. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I actually said uh, if it's about my love life, Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> okay. So right. that's I'll where allow I it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Love is love is different things for different people. It sure so, is. You know, it's it's a subjective thing. Um. So now this is the question that will really give away your age. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, just me. All right. I see Greg, <laughs> where you're coming from. <laughs> um, mostly because I'm curious because I feel like we might be close to the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Kisos is twelve. Yeah. Um, that's what I've got so far. At I, least mentally. <laughs> All what, right. What is the song that defined your generation? I have two because us '90s kids. Uh-huh. Pretty iconic. <laughs> I knew just saying '90s. And just be- ask you. <laughs> um, okay, first, first is the Macarena because. Okay. I mean, I think that can bridge some gaps here. Yeah. Also, I was like, you know what is another like cultural heavy hitter? Friday by Rebecca Black. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see that very much. So I see that. Um, I like to think that I have two times in my life that I identified in a generation. And one was the wannabe Spice Girl era, obviously, or like the Backstreet Boy era, like any of those songs. Mm -hmm. But also, I think there was another period where my generation really came together, and that was Bad Romance Lady Gaga. Mm. Nice. Okay, true. Excellent answers. Excellent answers. And Rebecca Black actually just released a new song, I believe. Yeah, she has a bunch of stuff. I haven't listened to any of it. <laughs> no, me either, but, but I, I hear it's actually it. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I hear that it's great, but I haven't heard it myself. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rebecca Black. Shout out Rebecca. Yeah. It is you Friday know. after all. That's, That's true. This is true. This is yeah. true. In your opinion, what is? the greatest song ever written see this was hard because i realized now i came from a songwriting perspective versus just like the greatest um so it's gonna sound kind of hoity-toity but i forced myself to like bjork a few years back and then i genuinely liked bjork after that and one of my faves by her is stone milker it's this beautiful like grief song but it's like direct but also really like esoteric and stuff so i go back to it every once in a while and i'm like this is very special nice i um i like bjork's music um but i watched dancer in the dark and now i can't forgive her for that Um, i've never seen it yeah i haven't seen it either but um, like i remember the worst film i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) wow like when you think it can't get I'll worse, probably like it, then. it does. Um, <laughs> That's no, interesting. Now, I know, now I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my list. When you when you when you watch it, let me know when you're done. And, yeah, and you know we'll we'll talk about debris. It, yeah, wow. De- decompress, de-stress. Um, mine is uh throw shout out to uh, my fellow Canadian Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. I think nice. that song is just so beautiful and like just the orchestration of it, everything. Oh, so good. It's a good one. Nice. What is the song that you could listen to over and over and over again and never get sick of? 
I have a few because I don't really get tired of songs, <laughs> but I decided to go with um, Thinking About You by Frank Ocean because okay. that was a song like right when I started realizing how queer I was and then I found out he was queer. So I was like, we bonded through that. <laughs> nice. Mine is um, actually one of Kisos's favorite artists, Rita Ora, um, <laughs> Let You Love Me. <laughs> Um, it's like one of those songs that kind of was a blip, but like, I don't know why, but I just like, there's something oceany vibes about it that I listen to it. And I'm always like, yes, at the beaches okay. with Bet, <laughs> Rita and Bet, Rita and Bet. I like that. Sitting on my chest. <laughs> I don't know. It rhymed. <laughs> Let's go. Let's manifest it. Yeah. I mean, Hey, Hey. What is the greatest music video of all time? I'm going to say something that Corey's going to make fun of me for. I didn't have cable growing up. Uh I never really watched like VH1 MTV. And I feel like I just never made a huge connection with music videos. But I chose Thriller by Michael Jackson because it's kind of like the originator of it all. So pay some respect, you know. It's the most popular answer. Oh, Kisos, you're killing it today. Um. (laughs) I want to clarify the reason I make fun of Kisa's saying I didn't have cable growing growing up is because every single time <laughs> anything TV related comes new. up, he's like, I oh, I didn't sh- have cable growing up. But it's like, OK, poor Kisa's. It comes up for a reason. <laughs> that's why. But Corey just happens to be a great supporter. So he always is at those conversations. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Um, mine is human nature, Madonna, because it's simple in its nature. Mm. But it's so well choreographed and filmed and just like makes such an impact when you watch it. Okay, nice. Um, what is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? And you cannot say your song. No. <laughs> no, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> this we is wouldn't. a hard one for me, too, because I'm like, oh, there's a very big difference between greatest and my favorites. I'm like, <laughs> I really like Knock You Down by Carrie Hilson and Neo Ooh, and Kanye. That's a good one. But it's not the greatest collaboration of all time. Um, so I decided to be interesting and choose a gospel song called Your Spirit by Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, and Kara Sheard. That is like the six minute, just like vocal acrobatic, like build up explosion. It's good. Nice. And I took this as a larger sense. And I said, the greatest musical collaboration is Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice working together on a myriad of different musicals, including (laughs) Evita, Phantom, Jesus Christ Superstar, all those bad boys. Okay, okay, okay. Nice. I like that. Um, I think the only other time somebody's put it in a larger perspective was uh, someone said, we are the world recently. And I was Mm. like, uh, oh, okay. I see that. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. Um, you know, not really, but okay. Yeah. Well, no, I have <laughs> bitterness. I, I have bitterness towards that collaboration because the one person who was excluded from that purposefully is Madonna. They wouldn't, they didn't oh. ask her yet when they went to perform it at what was the big festival? I forget. They asked her to come on stage and like sing along, even though she wasn't invited to the actual Ooh. recording of it. And she, uh, she had very, she was like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, but, I don't yeah. blame her. I would not no. either. Exactly. If you could have a song play anytime you entered a room, what would it be? My um, major pump up anthem is um, Level Up by Sierra. 
level up, nice. level up. So, you know, it's probably too dramatic for me because I'm not that kind of person, but still, I'm down for it. <laughs> and I, I double dipped here and I said, Brandy's right here departed again, uh, which is the one that gets me dancing. But um, it's also great because at one part, I think at the beginning, Dark Child says, we back. <laughs> and I just think it'd be funny to always oh, enter the room and he's like, we back. <laughs> like On that, that point, yeah. Sweet Dreams by Beyonce, where the production like tag is like, turn the lights off. Or, turn the yes, lights off. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's That'd a good, good one. one, too. Yeah. As long as there was somebody like by the light switch to like flip the lights <laughs> off them, and then yeah. flip them oh, back God. on real quick when I'm you came so in. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the song that no matter what kind of vibe you're going for, no matter what kind of playlist you're making, this song will always show up? I don't care if it's a sad song because you're going to shake your booty while you cry or something. It's <laughs> um, a very hyper lovely song called Sicker by Niniola, who's a Nigerian artist. And um, it's just like a bad bitch fun vibe. So even if you're sad, like it'll cheer you up, like put it on. <laughs> nice. And I said Coming For You by JoJo. Um, It's just like one of my favorite JoJo songs. And I don't know why I just always have connected with it ever since it came out. I like it. Mm -hmm. What is the best song for a road trip? I did another self promo moment, Mm, but it's because it's because my friends all agree (laughs) so i'm recommending this to other people um my song happily ever after it's a very top 40 scream at your lungs it's fun and boppy but also like breakupy so whatever mood you're in just turn down the turn down the volume and pull up the windows no i totally i totally agree (laughs) i totally agree though with all of your friends and yourself that's thank you (laughs) um i said and this is a problematic choice but um reality by grimes there's something about the groove of that song that once Mm -hmm. you start on the road trip it's like the perfect song to put on right when you start to drive i feel that i like that i what is a song that you would give anything to see played live i've seen a lot of my faves live so i actually said i would just love to see any destiny's child song with the Mm. three original well, I guess they're not the original. They're not the know, original. Kelly, but, Michelle, know. and Beyonce. Yeah. Three together uh, performing any Destiny's Child track. Even an interlude. Like, I would love to see that in person. And I've seen all of the legends that, like, I stand live, except for Whitney Houston. Mm. And I would love, I would kill to That's see true. Whitney sing It's Not Right, But It's Okay. Uh, the remix version of course but like i just <laughs> oh i wish <laughs> i mean there's a hologram people? show i think yeah so. yeah i was oh. gonna say they're doing the hologram show right now yeah um yeah which is weird to me but it really is out of deceased people I... <laughs> if we're choosing deceased people i would pick amy winehouse too <laughs> okay because... got you. Ooh, excellent yes mm-hmm. so we have come to the final question. Um, now you are you are at the gates of you know whatever kind of afterlifey type thing that you might believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and before they'll let you in, uh, they're making you a lovely gift basket. There's some muffins. Um, there's some HOA type stuff that you can look at later. <laughs> it's not important. 
Um, but they are also making a mixtape of your life. Now, the most important question that you will answer in this time that we have spent together, what is the first song on that mixtape? My answer. In fact, I even went to look up when I was born, what songs came out to see what would fit. And mm. I was very happy to see Emotions by Mariah Carey came out a few days after I was okay. born. And um, I love that song. I love Mariah. And who was an emotional after like popping a baby out or like being a baby taking your first breath. So there we go. Nice. Well done. And I will say that I, first of all, pray that there isn't an afterlife because I'm tired, Greg. <laughs> but um, secondly, I said, is that all there is by Peggy Lee? I think <laughs> is the perfect representation of what uh, my life is. <laughs> oh, no. So if people don't know that, it's a bit of an oldie, but <laughs> check it out. You'll have a good laugh. Definitely, definitely check that out. Um, and definitely check out Peggy Lee's other music because yes. she she put out some bangers. An icon. Yeah. Yes. Well, that is that is all I have for you. Um, first and foremost, thank you both so much uh, for being here today. I have enjoyed this so much. Um, thank you for being the first Duo. double guest I've ever had on Maybe. on the show. Um, so if there is anything you would like to plug, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, and if you'd like to drop your social media handles, you are you are more than welcome to do that now. Can I take this, Kisa, since you, you sure plugged can. yourself 8,000 times during this episode? I plugged um, you also, but yes. We are going on tour across the United States. Our first leg starts September 8th in uh, the East Coast of the U.S. You can find information for that at Quarantine Tour. Dot com um, and that's Q U E E R A T or N T I N E dot it's com like quarantine but make it oh my good yes quarantine tour dot com you'll you'll figure it out and then um, you can find me on social media at Corey J Stewart there's no E in Corey because I'm not an animal now uh, Kisos <laughs> if you want to uh, take it from here <laughs> you were so confident and you left out one of the most important things about the tour it's oh. not just us going on oh tour. true enough Go ahead. <laughs> See, this is why we're a duo because neither of us can do it on our own it's true um, it's a tour of all LGBTQ plus artists mm -hmm. across the East Coast this is just the beginning but I think there's 20 artists total including Corey and I um, so if you're 24. in New York no, if you're in New York, actually, there's 18, um, but that's not important. What's important is you come support us in New York, Providence, Rhode Island, Atlanta, Richmond, Virginia, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and Washington, D.C., September 8th through September 21st. So QuarantineShow.com, QuarantineTour.com. Um, and uh, my socials are at It's Kisos, I-T-S-K-I-S-O-S. That's all. And I will put uh, the links to both of those in uh, the episode notes for anyone who wants to check them out on tour. I highly recommend that you do um, because just based on these two that are here today, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And when they come closer to where I am, I'm going to check it out. And maybe I we'll do, do a live you. interview type thing. Yeah, um, love it. That'll be That'll great. Be amazing. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, Greg. thank this you. This was, was so awesome. Thank you. This is really fun. Like, 
plugging away yesterday thinking <laughs> of my answers, like going through playlists, like, mm-hmm. so I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.